Hey everybody, it's Grace, and this is In Loving Color, Dating While Black, and I am so excited about today's show. We are going to be talking about two of my favorite subjects, the Zodiac, yes, you heard it right, and how to use that as a mode of looking at your dating life. I know some of y'all already do it because you read your horoscope every day. You just know that perfect partner is coming because, you know, Cosmo done told you. But we're going to go a little deeper than that. And today's guest is going to help us go deep. So we have my dear friend and intuitive guide, Tanisha Silla, here today. And it's going to be popping, okay? So Tanisha is a gifted psychic empath an intuitive who has worked with individuals, companies, and teams to help folks get clear, identify roadblocks, and move through them with a lot of confidence. And you know what? Most importantly, Tanisha is really about helping people get aligned with spirit, which is something that I personally think is worth its weight in gold. Today, we're not you know, necessarily talking about intuitive guidance in the workplace, but you can hear her talk about that on her podcast, Life of an Empath, and it's available everywhere, Spotify, Apple Store, Google Podcast Store, anywhere that a podcast is carried, you can find her there. And then you should also check out her handle on Instagram, which is at underscore life of an empath underscore, as well as her website, which is lifeofanimpath.com. So you can get a better sense of how her immense skill can help you beyond love, which no shade to love, but you also got to get coins. Okay. Anywho, welcome Tanisha. Thank you, Grace. So glad to be here. Yes. Well, we're so happy to have you. You know, we, Tanisha and I are friend, friends in real life, so we talk offline all the time about this stuff, but I just want to go ahead out the gates, get it started. What do you think is the power of understanding your zodiac sign? Oh, I mean, infinite. Like The power is infinite understanding your zodiac sign. If you know your zodiac, then you understand your traits and your potential habits, hangups, limitations, and vice versa for any potential partner that you would meet or want to engage with, right? Exactly. So, you know, I'm one of those people who I think if you had had the conversation with me like 10 or 12 years ago, I would have been like, ah, Zodiac, Shmodiac. Like I just wasn't, I read my horoscope. I think like everybody who identifies in any way as an empath in any shape or form has been drawn to astrology. But I, you know, in high school, I kind of sort of got in it to it. So maybe it's more than 10 years ago. Oh Lord, time it's went by. Anywho. And so with that in mind, I have always been like, oh, okay, there's some things there that are true. But once I figured out my rising and my moon and all of that kind of complex nature of the zodiac beyond just, oh, this is my quote unquote, like, you know, zodiac. So just your, the sign sun that sign. you're born under your sun sign. I definitely wanted to call it a star sign. And then I was like, the star is 
a, the sun is a star. And then I, my brain went somewhere else. So anywho, sun sign. And I realized that there was a lot more nuance than I had anticipated. And once I began to do some research on that, I realized that it explained why some of my compatibility with some of the the men I tried to, you know, talk to or date in the past had just kind of shriveled up and died like a raisin in the sun. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Like if someone is saying, you know, I'm an Aries, so I can only maybe speak about me. And for those of you who are curious, I, you know, I'm a double Aries. I won't tell you where it is in my chart because that's just for me to know. But once I realized that there were some Aries characteristics that I was really taking on and some Aries posturing that I didn't recognize I was doing within the confines of relationships of all kinds, you know, platonic, romantic, familial, it really helped me get a little bit more clear in who could I be compatible with, right? When you're fire and you have a tendency to burn bright or burn hot, Maybe the most compatible person for you is not necessarily going to be someone just like you or maybe someone exact opposite of you, et cetera. So I started thinking about that in how I approach dating. Can you tell us about your experience there? Like, How did you incorporate your knowledge of the Zodiac into your dating and I mean, you're married now. So was that like, you know, your first date with your husband? Were you like, what's your sign? Or is that too creepy? Um, it, it can't be too creepy because I don't, I don't date without knowing. I didn't date without knowing his sign. Like I needed to know what I was getting involved in. Like I remember we met online and I was just like, what's your sign? Hello. <laughs> um, and he was like, um astrological sign I was yes I need to know your sign um so I mean I use zodiac I mean especially in all of my dating years because I've always been naturally drawn to the zodiac I mean we've talked about this before like even when I was a little kid and so it really just became my roadmap for all of my relationships um because being an empath, I always feel, well, this feels a little weird or this feels a little closed off. Like, you know, when you first meet people, um, because I'm a fairly open person, but then when you know the sign, then you understand more about why this relationship maybe even friendships um, aren't going deep enough or that they present this to you or that thing to you. I mean, I use it as my Bible because it's, it's relevant information. It gives you a lot about the person initially. Yes, the rising and the moon signs are relevant, but I feel like the sun sign gives you a good snapshot of how someone will show up. Some of those other things may come out, like the moon sign comes out more so like in, in the relationships. I think the rising sign is more about like who you meet when you first meet them, like the first day, you know, first interaction. But it's just so important to me um, in terms of friendships and in and, and dating. And I was skeptical. I'm a Gemini um, and my husband is a Scorpio. And I was just like, Ooh, um, I don't know about this one, you know, but also we had really good conversation. We had a really nice connection. I really kind of liked that mystery aspect of him. Um, and it helped me to be a little bit more patient with him 
and all of the stuff that comes with the emotional aspect of a Scorpio, you know? So I just think it's it's relevant. Is it not relevant information? You know what, that's the thing is it is. And that's why I started to, I think, really focus on it more and more in my overall life. Like even some of my closest friends, I, you know, if you would have, some of the friendships have, you know, devolved and went into the wind and blown there for all of eternity to never return. And when I think about it, I'm like, well, I don't know if that was ever truly going to work because that sign and I just, uh. you know, like Ace of Base says, I saw the sign and it opened up my eyes, I saw the sign, you know? So I'm like, I'm like okay, universe, I hear you. And what I always wonder about this, like what makes the zodiac so important i was you know meditating not recently this is an older meditation that i've been thinking about ongoing for years is if the pool of the ocean's tides are controlled by the moon right Mm -hmm. and our positioning on the earth is changing because of the axes we sit on and the way we we rotate literally around the sun around the moon around other planets in our solar system. And that impacts everything from, you know, wind to storm fronts. Why would we think if we as bodies of water as well would not be impacted by the same energies that move the ocean tides? You know, right. I, because sometimes I think when you talk about zodiac people, like, oh, well, that's stupid. I don't believe in that. And I'm like, well, let's address it from like a purely scientific place. Let's remove any element of spirituality or woo-woo out of it. And let's talk about it as a means of science. Mm. And if you believe that, right, once again, the sun or the moon and the stars and their positioning impact meteorological or oceanography or anything like that, why would you think it wouldn't impact you at all. I just think people are into what they're into though, you know, and for someone like me and maybe you, we're just naturally more drawn to that aspect because it does present not only science, but an aspect of woo woo, you know, it, it really does just clue you into who you are and who someone else is. I think we get caught up into other people's signs, but when you look at your own, just like you said, and you, you know, understand the components of your own astrological composition or whatever, then it really helps you. I think that's the beginning point of emotional clarity to tell you the truth. Ooh. Okay. So uh, for our listeners who are very new to, to some of these concepts, tell us what emotionally, emotional clarity is. And then please, you know, give us that tea, Mrs. T. Okay. <laughs> Let us know how this is the beginning of emotional clarity. Yes. I mean, on a very basic level, emotional clarity is just the ability to be clear in your emotions, to understand why you react in a certain situation why you bring a certain energy to a certain situation. It's just really understanding and being one with your emotions, right? So I think when you think about your personality traits and some of the traits of the different signs, say like Taurus, we know that Taurus is earth. We know, well, Taurus is earth for the people that don't know. Um, 
And so we know that it makes sense. Like to me, it's logical that that sign is very stubborn, right? What does it take to move the earth? You know what I mean? So when you think about how someone might show up emotionally, that is, has a natural tendency to be stubborn or a natural tendency to be a bit resistant, then it helps it helps them as that individual know that this is going to come up and this is going to be something that they have to work with their entire life. And it helps you um, as someone that has to interact with them know that this is how they're going to show up. This is natural to them. So how do you want to be in relationship with them knowing that they hold this very strong and dominant trait, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how I think it kind of uh, clues in and it helps you to understand your patterns. You know, first you have your traits and your habits, but you also have your patterns, the thing that you're most likely to do. And I think patterns are really important in that because, you know, all of our relationships are not romantic. I mean, there are business relationships, there are friendships, there are family relationships. So what signs work best for you in which situation? Yeah, I mean, that's, it's so interesting because sometimes I feel like it's so simple and then sometimes I feel like maybe it gets so complicated, right? Because some of my like favorite people are water signs. Well, let me, (laughs) my family is full of water signs (laughs) and I happen to like my family, right? But, you know, I don't know if as naturally inclined as I am to be fiery, if they weren't my family, if I would still be surrounded by water signs you know? So it's one of those things. Sometimes I'm always like, well, what is the conditioning and the socialization that adapts these zodiac signs, especially if you're working within different cultural constructs, right? Mm -hmm. And, but however, the deeper I've went into signs, I've realized it's still pretty relevant. When I was in high school, the book that really opened my eyes and changed my awareness was this book that I don't know the title of. So if you wrote this book, you know this book, please email me at grace. Um, You can actually hit me up at grace at a sprinklingofgrace.com and let me know what the book is or just find me at a sprinkling of grace on Instagram. And the book was one of those horoscope books or Zodiac books particularly, where every day was accounted for. And I looked up my day, which I won't tell you when my birthday is because, well, that's just a personal matter. And I was shocked because whenever I'd read an Aries-based horoscope, I'd always felt like it was missing the mark when it came to me because I'm a little more relaxed and fluid than a lot of the Aries I know. I don't necessarily, I'm very, I can be very bossy, but I can also like fall in line and take good directions and things like that. So I've never really vibed with other Aries characteristics too strongly besides like the work ethic and the desire to like, you know, go, 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 not socially, just work-wise. And I read that day and it, it's like the heavens opened up. Somebody's like, Orisha started singing. And I was like, yes, this is me. And I think that that was what's so powerful is this idea of feeling understood and realized in a capacity that I think that when I ask people, especially in the dating world, like, what's your sign? That's actually what I'm trying to do. I know some folks might feel some kind of way, like, oh, is this a 1980s, like, you know, 
movie or are you just being a weirdo about it? Or, you know, I find that sometimes the men who are, because I'm, I'm on some of these apps, sadly, and especially in the time of Corona, I'm not going outside. And <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you better be on these apps if you're trying to find me, okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I... And I think it's such an interesting thing because I think that I see a lot of women leaning more into this than men or female identifying people. And yet I do think that there is a benefit to astrology for everyone. And so I'm always curious how you position it in a neutral way and how if you get information, like if somebody's like, well, I'm a this sign and you know that sign and your sign is never going to work how do you gracefully like bow out? Like, for example, my brother is an Aquarius. I love my brother. He doesn't listen to my show, but maybe this will be the one episode he listens to. So, hey, Kwaku, if you're listening, love you. (laughs) But I think what's really interesting is I get along pretty well with Aquarians. I know that that is rare for other Aries, right? But I think it's the socialization between my brother and I. Now, am I dating an Aquarian? Oh, no. So if you find out that someone is of a different zodiac, you mentioned this in regards to your husband. You're like, you know, at first I was like, I don't know. But then you had great conversations. He was, you know, kind and you all that had laughs together, had great energy exchange, etc. Should the zodiac sign of a potential partner always be either a game changer or a like game ender or should we be a little more flexible in how we're seeing the zodiacs in regards to ourselves i think it's absolutely a game changer because whether you are compatible with this person or not just based on your sign versus their sign that's still powerful information and it's critical. So naturally Gemini and Scorpio are not the two to be together. And if you dig deeper in our chart, it still isn't all that much aligned, you know, but I think where it helps me is that I know how to deal with him when he's upset. He knows how to deal with me when I'm upset or how we're thinking about things like communication is a big part of any relationship and we communicate naturally very differently. But because I understand more about the Zodiac, I leave more space for how things affect him and communicate more openly about how things affect me when naturally I wouldn't because I don't like conflict. So it's natural for me to just be like, oh, fighting, gone, bye, see you later, you know? <laughs> but um, so I think that it's, it's a game changer. It's information. It's a powerful piece of information about this energy that you are interacting with for a short time, for an extended amount of time, for a lifetime. I think it, it always, I always go back to that. I think it grounds me actually. It grounds me and helps me to stay focused on the fact that this is an aspect of this person. So if you say, I accept people for who they really are, then this is what it means to accept someone for who they really are. But also 
use that information to help further whatever the the friendship is. I mean, everybody that you date, you can't you can't take them home with you. You can't marry every single person <laughs> that you date. In some of those interactions, I mean, you know, I have to put the spiritual aspect in it. Some of those interactions are not meant for that. That's just how you come together. That's just how you are introduced to each other, but they could be business partners. They could be friends. They could be for somebody else in your circle. So they may become like family to you, but you know, you still need to know how to interact with them. And if you're not going to be completely rude, at least that information helps you understand how to get through a date. Even, even if it's on zoom, I mean, you could just hang up. Right. But, um, I think it's important. It's a game changer. It's a game changer. So I think you said a few things that I want to, uh, I've been saying this season, double click on. You can tell that that's my work influencing my speech. And I also want to give a shout out to Tabitha Brown, who brought back Anywho. I hadn't heard Anywho since, well, you and I are Southerners. So you and I are Southerners. So Anywho never went out of style, but I think she has brought it back into like the American lexicon via Instagram and TikTok for the rest of the world because she's also a Southerner. So I don't know if Tabitha Brown's ever going to listen to this show, but Tabby, thank you, friend, for bringing it to mainstream America. And now I can say it and no one is going to judge me and they're going to think I'm just being like you, which to me is flattery. Anywho, back on subject. So I think that what you said that I want to really spend some time on and by spend some time on, I mean, use it as our wrap up is it's a way, it's a template to make room and give space. That's like it. I think that sometimes when folks, let me use I statements. So sometimes I think I in the past have looked at the Zodiac as this absolute and like unquestionable commandment right? Mm -hmm. You are Aries, you will do this, which was what my aversion to it was, because I felt like it did not fully encompass parts of me. But as I've evolved my understanding, I see it as just uh, beware of what lies ahead sign, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that for folks, that's a great way to see it, especially when it comes to relationships of any kind is what you said it allows for you to know how to engage with your husband how to make space for yourself and for him how to disagree better right Mm -hmm. it just gives you some understanding that you would maybe take even longer to develop and i think that that's the biggest thing that i've really I've personally gravitated towards when thinking of how astrology, particular people's zodiac signs influences how we work together. So what concessions we need to make. I'm fairly easygoing. I also don't like to fight. I, I'll have a discussion, but if it ter- is turning into like an argument, I'm like, okay, must go hide now. Um, I just, I, I'm a fighter if it's like injustice, but if it's kind of just like you mad at me today, I'm like, I don't want to fight. I don't want you to be mad. So I've realized that I have been looking towards a deeper understanding of where people sit in the zodiac, so I can understand how they're gonna fight so that I know what signs to look for and when to moonwalk right out the room. And it's been super helpful for me. I I mean, I think that I'm going to continue, you know, I'm still in single gal land or single gal island or wherever this place is that I am. 
and single gal planet who knows but i i think that it's been helpful in the individuals i have been drawn to and i know that there's even more room for expansion there so i i think it's something everyone should think about if just for a little bit with that in mind we're gonna let our listeners go on about their day and I'm really grateful that they joined us today. But before we let them go, any, you know, last words of wisdom, Miss T? Well, I was thinking, just as you said, that single girl land, island, planet. And I was thinking about how when I made my manifest list for my husband, when I told myself that I was ready to be married, that I remember putting down a zodiac sign among all of the other traits that I wanted to have in this person. And I was on, um, I was in single girl universe when, when that all went down. And and I feel like um, I was wrong about the sign that manifested, but I still got the person that I wanted. And, you know, Zodiac signs are really powerful. They give you really insightful information. And I think that, even when you are single, it is still a good time to be intentional and think about what you might like, even if you don't even have a meme or um, any type of protege for who might be a potential partner for you. It's still a good time to think about what you want, what you desire, and get clear on who you are and why you desire those things for yourself. And you never know. It could be a, a walk in the park while you're social distancing. It could be Anything could bring you together as long as you are the energy that's aligned with the energy that is also seeking what you desire as well. So you never know. It could happen at any time. That's that's not lonely. Love that optimism. It could happen at any time, y'all. That is what we're going to leave you with. Be hopeful. Be aware. Make that manifest list. I got mine, okay? So if you don't have yours and you need some intuitive coaching and guidance to get to it, I mean, I would say come to Tanisha with some business needs. However, I understand that the business of love is just as important as the business of work. I'm a workhorse, so I might be like, you know, get that work popping. But I say that this is a great time to get clear on that kind of stuff. So if you do have some questions, if you're looking for deeper clarity, I cannot recommend Tanisha enough. I think that the work she and I have done together has been life-changing. And I think that that is an understatement. So check out her website, you know, book some time with her, get clear and get love here in this time of Corona. Don't let no global pandemic stand between you (laughs) and your soulmate. Okay. And that's straight from me. I hope y'all have a blessed day and tune in for the next episode. Thanks y'all.